for me again. I don't want to hear how I sound. You don't want to hear how you sound? My thoughts irritate me enough. I don't need to hear them aloud. You sound the same to me, but it is weird how you sound different in your own head. Do you hate me as much as I hate me? What do you sound like in your head? In my head, I sound like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You sound like a man? Yeah, it's a man. You know, it's like uh, it's like a Norm McDonald's voice, which never translates well because I do a lot of the, uh, uh, like that, and in my head it sounds cool, but then when I hear it there, I sound like I'm a retard. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like that's what that's why you do that all the time. That's what I hear in my head. Oh, because your head makes your like voice reverberate more, like in your own skull. So everyone probably thinks their voice is a little deeper and has a little more presence than it really does. I bet mine's really nasally. Well, like if I like. When I'm talking, if I'm listening to myself, it, like the the quality, like the tone of the voice, then I know that's not how I really sound. But uh-huh. if I'm not thinking about it and I'm just letting it be a flow of consciousness, then it's, you know, kind of the Norm MacDonald voice. You wish you were Norm MacDonald of all people. No, it's not. It's just that's the voice. I don't know. I don't know what that says about my subconscious. I really do wish I was a um, so anyways, speaking of dudes, I talked to a, my mom. Speaking of dudes, you talked to your mom, of course. <laughs> uh, that was a really good transition. I have a great segues. Uh, so you had lunch with Jamie today? Had lunch with Jamie, and... Tell her the big news? We were updating each other on what's going on in our lives, and we always do a parent talk where, you know, both our parents are kind of interesting. They're both very interesting. You You sell it short. You both have very oh, interesting... Would, my parents are boring. I feel like words can't really describe... Because Jamie's one of the most interesting people I know. So, of course, she's the offspring of one of the most interesting people I've ever met. But uh, so I was telling her about my mom. And I'm just going to reiterate what I said to her because I feel like that's the best way it yeah. flows. Um, so, my mom called me yesterday and she told me that she had really good news. It was that she had bought a house. And I was very excited because my mother has been staying in basement, guest room, couches. Or in some or just in someone else's house, even in a regular room. Yeah, for like the last almost ten years. So when you know, people tell me they're gonna have Christmas or holidays or stuff and they're going to their parents' house. I mean it's bad at Okay, it's bad enough when they say they're going to their parents' house, but if they say they're going to their parents' beach house or their parents' cabin, I'm like, my mom doesn't even have number one. So I'm definitely not going to secondary. To the cabin. Yeah. So, um, tells me she bought this house, and I'm very excited. Here's the the stats. Outside of Detroit, $7,000, foreclosure, built 1919. All the... Things such as a sink, hub, fixtures, all that kind of shit, ripped out. Wiring, ripped out. This is a skeleton of a house, essentially. It's a skeleton of a house because there's a foreclosure. No wiring? Yeah, all that shit's out. Does it even have electricity? It has electricity, but I don't think you understand what I mean. We're saying wiring, and it's very boring, and I'm not going to go into yeah. it. But anyways, uh, all this stuff was stripped out, so a lot of work ahead of it, but... I was fucking over the moon. And when I told you about it that yesterday, you were kind of like, yeah, okay. Cool. But good news. I was happy. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm about ready to have a fucking ticker tape parade. 
this is huge news. My mother owns a piece of property. She's 47 years old. This is the first time in her life she has something in her name. This is, this is huge. Yeah. And I can, although I don't want to stay there yet because it sounds gross, I could potentially stay at a house that belongs to my mother and not some weird dude that she's friends with. JT's not that weird. No, I'm not talking about JT. I'm talking about, because JT doesn't have a place either. Does now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I told you that. Couldn't understand your reaction. Why it was so lackluster. Told Jamie about it. Her reaction was lackluster. And then I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast, and he was bitching about his father. Saying how his father was 45, and in the 70s, he bought a house for $13,000 <laughs> in Southern California, and that it was a piece of shit, one bedroom, one bath, and he never fucking owned anything else. And everybody acted like it was a big goddamn deal. But so what? He's like 45. He should have fucking done this shit a long time ago, and it should have been something nicer. But he never works. He never does anything. So we're going to, you know, make a big deal. And then it occurred to me how depressing... <laughs> Well, yeah, at least, you know, at least his dad bought one in Southern California, which, while it may have been in a shitty area of Southern California, there are areas of Southern California that are not shitty, which is not really something you could say for Detroit. So, so then it all kind, kind of hit me, uh, why your reaction was the way it was, because you were probably like, bitch, I own a fucking house, and I'm in my 20s still, and it's like, well, I more, just... than ten, more than 10 times the cost of that shitty shack in Detroit. So don't you almost fucking, 20. Almost 20 times. Were you mildly insulted that I was bragging to you about her? You weren't bragging. I didn't think you were bragging. I never interpreted it as well, a brag. Well, usually I don't have anything I even want to say about my mother. So me talking about her in non-negative light is essentially bragging. <laughs> oh, the bar is very low. The bar saying. is low. I felt like this was bragging. For me, for, it is bragging for my mom. Okay? I bought a house. Brag. A, a piece of shit house. Yeah. A house that costs less than a used car. So then... <laughs> I, uh, it all occurred to me, and I couldn't decide what was more depressing about the situation. Was it depressing that my mother has lived her life the way that she has, and this is what she has accomplished thus far? Or is it more depressing that I was not even trying to be ironic or funny? I was thoroughly, or in earnest, impressed and really excited. Should send her. And I don't get excited about a lot of shit. You so. should send her a card, and inside of it, you should just put, like, a sheet of those gold star like, stickers. But, 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 like, I'm the kind of person, I get about as excited as Eeyore does. So, I was really exuberant about that. Eeyore doesn't get excited. I don't remember him ever being excited. Who? Eeyore. Exactly. He doesn't know the word exuberant. But I was so stoked, and then it all occurred to me that, wow, my fucking expectations are so low. You like those peasants in the Monty Python movie where they're just like, yay. Yeah. Well, usually when I talk to her, it's like, get ready to cry. That's how it's going to be. You know? Yeah. It's going to be, let's talk her off the ledge again. So She cut off all her hair. So her, you know, accomplishing something was huge. And I still am really proud. Like, even though now I have the perspective that this is... Even though that now I have the perspective that that's kind of silly of me, I still am really excited for her. It's exciting news for her. I mean, I, I just keep expecting something terrible to happen, though. Well, I mean, it's, she's going to end up on Hoarders, like, so. Oh God! And if you're real lucky, she'll end up on Hoarder, the Animal Hoarders version. Oh, that's not. Oh, 
I was walking home from work today, and I saw a dead raccoon. And you thought, I should hoard that. No, on this side, like, it still, I thought, at first I thought it was alive, and I, like, took a few steps back, because I didn't know if it might be ravenous. Because it didn't look scarred up or anything, but I saw it was dead, and then I was very, I, I didn't know what, I was conflicted, I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. And then I thought, why am I feeling like I'm supposed to do something with this? You're not going to hoard the raccoon? No, I felt like, when I was a kid, my mom hit a cat. And it was the first time she'd ever hit an animal. Oh, God, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine the shitstorm that must have ensued after your mom hit My a cat. My mother started crying. Immediately. She had um, a towel in the back seat. Went out. Like, picked up the cat. Like, wrapped it up. Because it, she, she could, didn't know if it still might be alive or something. She didn't hit it hard. But it was dead. So then she went. This was a small neighborhood. She went and knocked on the door of the closest house and said, I hit somebody's cat. You know, describe the cat. You know whose it is. The guy said, yeah, that's my neighbor's cat. Um, so he went and said, can I see the cat just to be sure? He said, yeah, that's the cat. He said, what was its name? He said, Speed Bump. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, that was its name. Uh, Speed Bump. Well, at least he died doing what he Wait, loved. So he's this Mexican gangbanger kid. And he's like, don't worry about it. The cat would, had it. It was like a game that the cat played. It would jump out in the middle of cars. And that's what happened. It that's jumped. how it got its name. Yeah. And that's how it died. It jumped in the middle of our car. My mother was not being reckless whatsoever. This cat was so, an adrenaline junkie. Something. So, the, uh, so she was very upset. And then this guy, my mom's crying. She's got me and my two brothers in the car. And we're just, you know, looking out the window. And the guy starts hitting our because you know you're real pretty you model or anything you're real t like classic starts, classic starts hitting on my mother my mother is crying with this dead cat in a towel she's and, vulnerable so and three kids in the car like it's and it's you know apparent there are three kids in the car we're not quiet individuals so you're making a ruckus yeah <laughs> he hits on her brilliant as Southern California. Every story with my mother as a childhood at some point includes a dude hitting on her. Well, she was very pretty. I mean, she's still pretty for her age. She is, but it was just... But she was like... She was a model. It's weird as a prism for me as a kid because I would hear about other people's moms and then I'd go, oh, she doesn't get hit on? Like, I just thought that it, was... That's like, what moms do. Moms get... It's just a fact of being a mom. Yeah. You go to the store, you go... No, you go work at the school and you're... In your halter top or whatever the fuck she wore <laughs> when you told me that she would dress like... She'd wear cowboy boots and skinny jeans. And then she'd wear a top that didn't show, like, her stomach, but her midriff. Oh, and this was in, like, what, early 90s, probably, when you we were in grade school? Yeah. Yeah, and then she'd wear, like, one of those chokers. <sighs> those were popular, and she had blonde hair, like, down her butt. And how old and was she? She's like 25, and she had blonde hair down her butt, and green eyes, and tan, and she's six feet tall, and she's like 120 pounds. And volunteering at a middle school? Or a grade school? Elementary grade school. school. Well, at least she didn't have to worry about the kids ogling her, the little boys. No, my the boys I liked asked me if my mom was married. <laughs> Fifth grade year old boys? Is your mom married? Yeah. yeah. Can I marry your mom? And then they would, they would, she, she thought it, she didn't understand, because my mom's really not aware. Like, so she was, like, telling my dad, 
uh, he was trying to figure out why these little boys were asking her these questions, and he was like, "Cause they are into you, you dumbass!" Like, <laughs> yeah, can you? He was like, "Oh, I just had the worst thought." Do you ma- can you imagine how many little fifth grade, like fifth grade boys, like jerked off to the thought of your mom? Oh, up! Ew! 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 Happened. Anyway, fifth grade is when some of the you know most kids. Quiet! No! Don't! Don't open that box. Be quiet. <laughs> so she, she would be like, "Well, they you know ask me if." How old I am, and then if I'm married. And he was like, are you serious? This is... My dad often had to, like, clue her into what was what. I didn't know. Like, there was a grocery store two blocks over from us, but we weren't allowed to go there, and my mom was especially not allowed to go, and I always wondered, why is it less of a big deal if I go, but okay if she goes? And then one time my mom went there, because she didn't want to drive all the way to somewhere else, and I wanted to go with her, she's like, tell your father. Then we went in there and I saw all the Mexican gangbangers like eyeballing her, like just eye raping her. And it was like, <laughs> oh, this is uncomfortable. And it wasn't like my dad was trying to be chauvinistic. He, he was just, worried for her safety. Yeah, she's fucking naive as shit. He was just racist. He wasn't a chauvinist. Amanda. No, he just, he knew that she was naive. She's from, you know, a small town in Michigan. She's coming here to live in LA. She doesn't fucking. My mother would leave your door- mom. Your mom's very naive, yes. And my mom would leave doors unlocked all the time, and he was just very concerned. You know, people fucking get killed out there all the time. Yeah, you so. can't. You can't leave your door unlocked in Detroit, though. But she didn't live right in Detroit at the time. Oh, ironically, like if you go right across the border to Toronto, something like like almost everybody leaves their their doors unlocked up there. Yeah. They, well, uh, she lived in Ri- she lived in River Rouge and she lived in Lincoln Park. Those are all places outside of Detroit. And at different point decades, some of them were better than others. But I mean, you know, small town. Like when I went there to visit this past year, I met a bunch of friends that she went to high school with. They're all like everybody knows everybody. Real weird. I spent a lot of time sitting on couches watching great people with gray ponytails pass joints. Oh, that's a good. I think that's a good enough spot to end it. How's it haunted? We're going to play everybody's favorite game. It's called How's It Haunted? How's It Haunted is essentially our friend Jamie here will be looking up haunted items on eBay. She will read the description to us, and we will have to guess, based on the story or description, what kind of item it is that is being haunted. So, Jamie, do you have our first item? I sure do. Who's going first? We should flip a coin to see who gets to guess first. And I'm going to say that, uh, I'm going to say how much eBay on call. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Here's the the coin. I'm going to flip it. You call it. Heads. Tails. Do you want to go first or second? What was the point of you flipping it? Then you get to decide. I want to go first. Strategically, you can decide it might be better to go second. Because you can see what I'm bidding and you can bid against it. Or no, I guess it's not a money game. First is best. All right, Amanda's going first. Okay, so on eBay, I've typed in the word haunted, and I've gotten thousands of results. This one's caught my eye. So, for $30 on eBay, you can get this item. Here's the description. Bound to this blank is an alpha male, Sea Lot Gin. 
Sea lot are the wisest of all jinn. <laughs> this erotic jinn. Erotic? Erotic. Oh boy. He's hypersexual and loves to have a keeper that will enjoy his control in the bedroom. Strong but not overpowering. <laughs> this is insane! He is at your ultimate command. His presence is huge. <laughs> as much as he loves wrestling, he couldn't be happier when you were enveloped by his large but gentle arms and legs. He is large and in charge, but will not subjugate his keeper, and is not violent or overpowering, unless asked to be, and only as much as allowed. When called upon his presence, he is extremely sexual and playful. He may touch you or try to please you while you sleep, or in a very public place without being asked. This is a real thing that someone put on eBay. Yeah. It's almost over here. It says, he is always respectful and will stop or stay away when asked. This is a man that is open to fetish and roleplay, and the more you stimulate him, the further he will take you. As with most alphas, his strong will and tendency to lead makes him a great protector and provider. He will answer wishes in the form of guiding you and the energy around you rather than directing things himself. His cunning is his blessing in many ways. Please contact me with any questions. I will respond as soon as possible. The winner of this auction will receive his name and conjuring. So apparently, when you receive this item in the mail, you've got to conjure him. So there's like a password, really. Yeah, it's mm. password protected. And it said his arms and legs, like this item has arms and legs. No, the, the djinn has arms and legs. Yeah, the, the spirit. It's a pretty common item. Is it a vibrator? <laughs> we, you only like get one guess, dude. You only have one guess. guess. No, it's not a vibrator. What is it? I'm going to guess like a wardrobe or a dresser of some sort. No. Damn it! What is it? Jamie, what is being haunted? A pendant. <laughs> pendant? It's obvious. What's it a yeah. pendant of? It's haunted pendant, sexual, gay, male, sea lot, gin, shapeshift, lover, large, dominant man. That's the title of the auction. Oh, how many hours has it got left? It is got it's got two days and two hours left and it has a bid. One person. And guess where it's located? <laughs> where? Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida. Probably from St. Augustine, man. That place is old and haunted as it shit. It says Florida. This one says buy at your own risk. All right, we're coming in round two. Buy at round your own, two. Buy at your own risk. Round two, Mike. Triple banger lightning round. <laughs> round two. Round two. Of how's it haunted? Okay, this one is for $88. <clears throat> it says buy at your own risk in red type. Recently bought this at an estate sale and thought it to be lovely for a gift. It also wasn't cheap. Had to haggle with sailor to no avail. When I brought it back home, the first night I couldn't sleep. I had the strangest dreams. I thought nothing of it until a week later when my mom came to stay and woke up screaming. She said she felt someone trying to shake her awake. She realized, or so we thought, it must have just been a dream. Anyway, I wrapped it up the next day and put it in my car to take to my friend's B-Day dinner. After work, I got in the car and swore I felt someone staring at me in the rearview mirror from the back seat. My friend opened it and said she loved it, since she's a costume master on a TV show. A couple weeks later, when we had dinner again, she told me that she was creeped out by it and swear she saw the gentleman in the hat standing in her doorway one night when she got up to let the cat in. A couple weeks later, she actually mailed it back to me and said she felt awful, but she was too superstitious since she had gotten it from me. She had always 
had the feeling she was being watched. I decided to photograph it and place it for sale here. I knelt down on my living room floor to get level with this, with this thing. I took two pictures of it, and as you can see from the second one, it had a weird halo over it. Even the color seemed different. I know no history of this item and frankly do not believe in things such as this. However, you can decide. I was so rattled. I've bubble wrapped it, put it outside in the garage so I don't have to deal with being creeped out. Happy bidding. What state? This comes from Los Angeles. So she the, the woman said she saw a man in a hat? <clears throat> yes. Okay. The item's not a hat. No. Okay, because I thought you spoiled it halfway through there for no. a second. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, I get to go first? Yeah. Okay, there were a lot of hints in here. I like this one. Keys are that it's something that would belong in a bedroom, and it is something that will fit in the backseat of a car, and they had to bubble wrap it, so I'm going to guess it is a mirror. No. Damn it! Is it some kind of knickknack, though, in a house? It's decorative? Well, you can't... Uh... Is it a face? No. No? Damn. All right, we had good guesses. My, my second guess was a painting. Close. It's a framed photograph. Of ah. a, it's an antique haunted Victorian framed photo. No kidding. Look. <laughs> hey, can you save these all to like a watch list? Yeah. Okay, because I want to like oh, I'll sign in because I want to uh, steal the pictures of them and put them on the podcast. Cool. All right. Round, round three. Round three. The lightning round. Lightning round. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Is this one possessed by a lightning beast? A Norse god, perhaps? Alright, this, this ups the money a little bit here. This one's going for $275. Alright, this is Amanda's, Amanda goes first this, this round, right? Yeah, and I give you another hint. It's a local pickup only. Alright? says, first of all, selling antiques that I believe some carry some sort of bad energy or haunting is not in my area of expertise. Secondly, about eight people have experienced strange happenings, so this is not my imagination. <laughs> Around the same time I got this item, really strange things started happening. Actually, lots of strange things. Noises, things moving, voices, nightmares, etc. This is what I and others believe is the source. If I am wrong, then you will get this beautiful item, and I will be stuck with the ghost of Christmas past, or its relative, whatever it is. Or my insane imagination. <laughs> Short story, if you want to have constant knocking at night coming from this item, and noises around your house following that, then by all means, start bidding. This isn't tapping. It's not wood settling. It's loud banging, and not altogether a friendly experience. Dude, this is the master. Oh, the master's living in there. Friends and I have seen the trash can lid spinning. You guys totally missed this, though. Friends and I have seen the trash can lid spinning. What? My anointing of the sick cross almost being ripped off the wall, footsteps, apparitions, etc. Guests slash friends who spend the night have had lights flicker, nightmares, etc. If you are the winner, I would be more than happy to give you more in-depth stories. However, seeing as this is slightly personal and very lengthy, I will wait. I can tell you, I had members of a ghost hunting team experience things. Oh! Taps. Professionals. Taps. <laughs> Taps. <laughs> oh man. Camp, what is that? Camp, camp, what camp, is camp, that? Camp. What is that? I'll shoot my pants. There's a warm liquid running down my leg. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so this item came from an old town mansion about 45 miles from St. Louis, Missouri. What I'm asking is what I paid for it, so I'm not trying to scam anyone. I will even take or best offers. It's over 100 years old, so it has some damage on it, on its corners. This could be fixed. I thought it was beautiful, and this stuff doesn't quit when I remove it. If this stuff doesn't quit while I remove it, I'm going to be slightly disappointed that it's gone. Oh, they don't want their haunted thing to go away. <laughs> However, I'm done with dealing with this, so I'll take my chances. It's fairly large, around seven feet tall. I will post exact measurements in a few hours. I hope you find my story genuine, and in all honesty, I hope you get all the things I have experienced with it, if that's what you want, because that means it's not happening to me anymore. Five peace and quiet, be thankful. Email questions. I have local pickup listed, but I will help arrange for freight if you'd like. I think I know what this is. I think I know what it is, too. Alright. Amanda gets to go first this round. Is it a wardrobe? Yes, it's an armoire. Damn. Yeah. That's good. My guess was grandfather clock. Ah, uh, yeah, that would have been good, too. But yeah, apparently this person really wants this off their back. Damn, I thought... I, yeah. gu I guessed wardrobe for the last one. Oh. Yeah. House is haunted! Yeah! Damn, I'm not gonna win this shit. I'm not yeah, gonna... I gotta the, get uh, this one right. The thing is called Antique Old Armoire Wardrobe Early 1900s Wood Carving Haunted Spirit Ghost. Nice. There you go. So, um, this is a really haunted item. Like, it did a lot of shit to this guy's... It made the trash can lid Why spin? convinced? It made their cross fall off the wall? Dude, that is some... Bad juju. Bad juju. I like though he's like, I really hope this is the haunted item because if I sell this item and it's not haunted, I'm gonna be pissed. That's a that's a good mind game. He's apparently not in that big of a hurry because he's got five days and fifteen hours left on the auction, so mm. <laughs> I hope it isn't the item that's haunted. <laughs> I hope he's, you know, if he sells it in the trash can lids do double time and it's gone. Taps were like the ghosts are super pissed that it's, it's the gone. master, man. It's the master. Let's see what this thing looks like. Oh, damn. It looks haunted. Listeners, we're going to post a link. Yeah, we'll see. What is that? Well, you, what you're is looking that? At the, you're looking at the pictures right now if you're listening to the iTunes version, so. It looks Look haunted. at it. It's got these, like, flowers on it. Yeah, it's haunted. That shit is creepy. Haunted. I have an under sink trash can. That means my lid couldn't spin. You're <laughs> very mind. lucky. And I don't own any crosses. <laughs> I got a few. Yeah, we should turn ours upside down. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that's pretty I was living here and there's no strip clubs here because we are the state capital and it would be very bad if a state senator or our scumbag governor ever got caught with a stripper so well, as such Voldemort doesn't isn't Voldemort gay anyways though the one thing I will say is that I do think that our politi I do give our politicians some credit because they were smart enough to realize that if there were strip clubs in Leon County that was going to happen so they passed a law basically to make sure they didn't fuck themselves up so they, so they don't get caught. It's like the only law that the government's ever passed in the history of American government in any state where the law 
like actually is to affect keep them in line. Yeah, where the law actually keeps the senators in line, and and the law actually, as opposed to many laws, which for some reason senators are magically immune to, um, this is the one law that was actually built with senators in mind. You know, do you do you want to? Have you ever seen a stripper at all? No, I mean I could never go to a strip club, so they're at parties and stuff though. I uh, know. I saw some girls do some like slutty dances, but no, I never, uh, I never seen no stripper. What about some fellas? Just fella doing a slutty dance? <laughs> no, I, guess, I don't think so. No. Do you want to hear about my experience with a stripper at a party? Male or female? Female stripper. Yeah, I want to hear. It, it is not a sexy story. It is awesome. Okay, it's one of my funniest stories. I think. Oh, you're setting now. You're setting some expectation here. I, it'll live up to them. Oh, okay. So, me and my ex went to his friend's birthday party, and he was having a house party. And they had, like, kegs in the backyard. It was out of control, like, just, like, probably 50 people in this house. And they had all kinds of music going. And we had been there for about two hours. And we had, you know, you can only walk around in circles in somebody's house so many times and shake hands and say hello. And we were kind of like going there as a courtesy, but we didn't really want to go there anyways. We wanted to go back home and fool around. So, uh, he looks at me, my boyfriend at the time, and he's like, do you want to get out of here? I'm kind of tired. And he was like doing that thing that you do now, where it's like, you can tell he wants to leave, but he doesn't want to be the bad guy. So he's waiting for me to come up with a story about how I have a headache so that he has to leave because he's the good boyfriend. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> yeah, he, every that's, that's dude a, does that. That's a classic trick. Yeah, and, he, and you know it. You know when they're doing it because the, a guy will just make this face at you. And as a girl, you know, like you can just smell the pheromones. Do I make, I make a face? Yeah, it's a thing. You can just tell by the body language. And it's like, it's like you know when people say they have a baby and they just immediately love it? I feel like the closest I can get to that is the guy making the face at me at the party when he wants to leave. What does I my, just know. What, is it, what does it look like when I do I it? can't articulate it because I, I don't have that side of it. I just have the side of it where I make up the story all, about it. All you about. do is pick up on the, the somehow I'm putting out a brainwave and you're yeah. picking, we're, we're in tune enough that you're picking up on it. Yeah. So he's doing that thing where I can tell he wants me to go. You have to see it with your third eye. So then somebody announces, oh shit, we're having a stripper come for our friend's birthday. Everybody gather around. And he immediately stops sending me the signal. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, Hank, do you want to stay? And I was like, do you want to stay? And he's like, he won't say anything. But you, you would want to see the stripper. I know you. I know, but he's very, he was very different. He grew up in an oppressed... ...point in this night. And if he just goes with it and is like, yeah, let's see the stripper, he probably goes home and gets like crazy laid afterwards. Because so, you would be into it. So, <laughs> that's not how the story goes. No, no, but I'm saying right there, if he had made a different decision. So he stopped sending me the spidey signal to leave. And I'm like, do you want to stay? And they just said it like that. I wasn't, I was trying to leave it as neutral as possible. Right. So it wouldn't feel pressure either way. But I thought it was funny because I could kind of tell that he wanted to stay, but he didn't want to say it because he was afraid. So he don't like, want to be a pig, essentially. I was like, yeah, and I told him, I said, I'm not going to think you're a pig. I mean, we can stay if you want to stay. And he's like, yeah, I just kind of want to see what it's going to be like. I'm very curious. And I was like, I am too. And so we were like, okay, let's be like anthropologists about this. Let's see what this is like. Because neither of us 
had had a stripper come to our party before. So we were both just kind of curious, what is this going to be like? Is it going to be the stereotype or what? So this girl walks in with these two huge bouncer guys. And one of them's got like a boom box, but it's got the cassette deck in it. It doesn't play CDs. It's like an 80s boom box. Yeah, it's a big old boom box. And they like slam it down in the middle of the floor. And she goes immediately to the bathroom. And I guess she's changing or getting ready. And then they start playing the music. And like these guys stand on either side with their arms crossed. And then she gets out. This is like a real professional stripper. This isn't like a girl who does like fucking like the strip aerobics and is like, I'll be a stripper at the party. She's like a fucking legit. Oh, they hired, hired her. Yeah. Hired she was okay. like 250 bucks to come to this party. And then so she starts dancing. Does she have a pole? What does she dance on? She's got like these huge heels and she does like that drop it like it's hot thing. And she does. But she gets dances. real low, I bet. Oh, yeah. And she's like this short, curvy little white girl. And she had, like, you know, her hair and her makeup done. She was okay looking. She wasn't... She had a she nice body. hot but... stripper, at least. Not, like, crazy hot stripper, but, like, no, a good stripper. No, she was... She's cute. She's, she's uh, probably a middle... Uh... She looked like a girl... I'm gonna... De- you were not there. I will describe. This looked like a girl going to college, wanted to make some extra money, and got into this. And was almost to the point where she was realizing that she was lying to herself. Almost there, not quite, still in denial. Um, you know, some girls do go through that, and they strip their way through college, and then they're like, all right, now I'm an astrophysicist. I don't think she was going to be an astrophysicist. Something tells me I by Johnny Metz made it through college. the cholo makeup that she probably wasn't an astrophysicist. So then she was wearing at first like a black bra and like black small boy shorts but then she took the boy shorts off and there's like a thong i don't know what it was we all saw it and we were all trying to figure out what the fuck it was her vagina no there was something on her butt a mole i don't think it was a mole because it was angry looking so it was a bug? I, I, no, it was like some kind of growth or something. And she had been giving our friend Sherrod a lap dance, and then she took the shorts off, and then his face immediately dropped like, no! What's that thing on your ass? It just touched me. Well, at least she was wearing the boy shorts, though. Well, then she continued giving him the dance, and it was like his oh, face. Ronnie and I were across the room, so we were looking at our friend, and his face immediately drops, and then we look, and our face dropped, and he was like, he had his arms up, he's like, looking at us like, what do I do, what do I do, and we were just like, I don't know, dude, I don't know, like, and you can't, we, we none of us want to be rude to the stripper, none of us want to be rude. Oh, we have too much class to be rude to a stripper. Well, she's a human being, and we didn't want to offend her, or make her feel self-conscious about her body, but we are all like, why'd she go to work tonight? What is going on this there? Was, well, it must be a permanent growth of some sort. It looked red and I don't know. So, oh, you think maybe it was like a bug bite or something? It was real big and it was like, like almost like a, like a, like a, you ever have like a cyst or a welt or a, anything like that where you have to lance it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never had one, but I never. And so then we were joking and we were like. So it wasn't like dark or anything. It was like full. It was pus filled, do you think? I don't know. I was. It was awkward because I didn't want to stare at it and have her look, see me stare at it. 
Dude, she's a stripper. You're supposed to stare at her. So Roddy, that's I, why she exists. Roddy and I said it was like that movie uh, Austin Powers where the guy had the mole. Like we just kept looking at it and we didn't know what to do. Like mole, 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 mole. So mully. yeah. So immediately him and I were like, "Oh, let's go." So then we were like, "Yeah, all right." Now we both had that experience, and neither of us were in the mood. <laughs> So really, it, it, he did make the right decision. He was like, yeah, we're going to stay because that's the right decision. If, if you don't know what's coming up, that's the right decision. Yeah. If you know but it was just be... hilarious because he was kind of excited. And he's like, oh, this might be kind of hot. If, someone, if like... someone said, do you guys want to stay for a stripper with a growth on her ass? <laughs> your answer probably would have been no. If you'd known that up front. But it was just so funny because, we, you know, you think it's going to be like the movies and then... You just see this normal-looking human being come in, and then they got that going on, and it was just so... It felt like it wasn't real. It was too funny. Hey, do you think for 300, they would have lanced it in front of you? <laughs> Dollars, you can get have the dog's item. Item. I'm Seriously, sorry, they're making noise. Get in your bed. No, you gotta put It'll be fine. Maybe I'll get in your bed. Kiana is fat. She has a fat little bird. Shut up. She's self conscious. <laughs> can you give her a body dysmorphic disorder, Jamie? Yes. Get in your bed, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's say it in.